This is an ultimate global podcast. Hello, and welcome to our Daily Dose podcast, covering all about day-to-day global affairs. You're listening to Saurabh Kora and George Mavros from Sydney. Hello and good evening to everyone joining us from Sydney and around the world. And welcome again to today's special Wednesday's Daily Dose podcast, where we talk about global economy and business. And today we have got a very special topic and a very special guest as usual. The special topic is related to the travel industry being badly hit by the Delta variant. And I know that this is this has been under discussion for quite some time. So I thought that it's a good um, day to discuss about this topic. And to discuss about this topic, I have got a special guest, as I just told you, um, the brand ambassador of Ultimate Global Podcast, Shubham. Um, hello, Shubham, again. <laughs> Thank you so much, Saurabh, for having me. Always a pleasure. Great. Now, I think we all know about the travel industry even without you know doing any kind of reading or research i'm i'm sure that uh, most of the people are quite fed up of uh, when the travel industry is going to open up when can we travel to different countries around the world and when we were thinking that travel industry is about to open up there came another variant called delta variant in march and april um, and that actually took the industry down again isn't it shubham so oh, definitely like least when you we were expecting that everything should be okay that's when you came <laughs> and the thing is that um it hasn't just uh, like we are here in sydney and we're thinking about australia not opening borders even the countries that open the borders face a lot of problems and overall if you see um over 2020 and 2021 it is expected that the global loss of the travel industry would sum up to approximately 4 trillion dollars which surpasses a lot of uh, the gdps of bigger economies in the world at the moment so it is a big uh, issue that face and but the question is that how long is that going to sustain again is it uh, right uh, now will it be okay when the borders open or how long uh, will it take for the global tourism industry talent tourism industry to get back to where they were earlier pre covid absolutely and if when if you you know look at uh, some of the key numbers you know um, i was listening to an interview by julia simpson who is appointed as the new ceo of wttc and i'm sure you must have also read about that wttc is the world travel and tourism council and what she was stating are those key numbers so she has joined as the new ceo and she was setting her short term and long term goals and as and what happens whenever a new ceo joins a company you hope you have those visionary targets and she was talking about the previous numbers stating that in 2019 there were about 334 million jobs in the travel and tourism sector and the contribution of this sector to the to the global gdp was 9.2 dollars trillion and now after the pandemic it has halved it has got uh, down by 50% and we have almost lost 62 million jobs in the economy overall so that really tells us the entire story of this industry and it's so important for us to revive back this industry so that we can get back those jobs because it's not only related to the airline sector 
but it also links to those inner sectors of hotel hospitality which creates more job opportunities around the world no definitely saurabh uh, when we look at uh, the travel industry we often just uh, look at okay um, this is somewhere we want to go to but there are so many things that are attached to it right uh, when you think about traveling you think about your travel uh, i mean um, the transportation the first thing that comes to your mind is any kind of transportation be it rail or flights but when it comes to international travel flights are the main ones apart from that you look at accommodations how does that work but related to those accommodations there are so many ancillary industry that have been affected now um where do the basic necessities that they require when you move into an accommodation the basic things that you require right uh, let's say the laundry facilities some of them are outsourced those have been uh, affected by that or other things now we look at the major segments that have been affected are also related to um um if we look very critically the major ones that have been affected are things like the ones that spend a lot of money high spenders right um like international travel long hauls between travels or business travel events those are the ones that have been in fact uh, affected the most when it comes to uh raising that money a huge chunk of that uh, money that was raised uh, that was uh, coming under the travel and tourism industry has been affected by that so we need to look at these things as well when we talk about the travel industry now Uh, i was reading a report uh, two weeks ago saying that a lot of the major companies in the world have decided to cut short on the travel and business expenses now we need to think how is that going to affect the travel industry in the future again when they are giving an estimate as to okay by 2024 or 2025 this thing would be okay is it actually going to be okay what do you think about that no absolutely and um you know uh, just continuing with the arguments that you just raised you know uh, it is also related to this thing that the business world is now predicting that the travel which was happening related to the businesses you know a lot of travel was happening because of the companies wanting the employees to travel from one place to another place now after zoom replacing a lot of meetings and a lot of meetings are now happening online and covid 19 has in fact given a simulation for how an online company might look like or how an online company where people are sitting in different countries might work and it has worked pretty success you know it has been quite successful across the countries but what it has done is it has given also a validation to this argument that the business travel is going to be reduced in the coming few years um and also this will this will you know reduce the fact that we are going to another city just for the fact that the company is calling us it will be more of a travel uh, on with our family and friends because as you know that no matter how many zoom meetings or how many online meetings you might have but you still have those desires to have at least one annual trip with your family and friends um you know if you can travel within your country you can travel to another place Uh, and that's why i think this industry has definitely got a bright future because this is in the human dna you cannot replace a human to human interaction by an online meeting uh they might be a successful tool uh temporarily but i think replacing it on a permanent basis and making it a part of our day to day life it's not possible because unless and until you don't move out of your uh, countries you don't move out of your place and travel to different places explore those things 
because that's what you know makes human beings uh, explore about new places isn't it no oh, definitely sort of uh, when we at, uh, when uh, we talk about uh, travel there are two different kinds of travel we can look at right one is leisure and one is business travel so what you are talking about is uh, leisure definitely everyone like we are we are but humans right we love social interaction we love exploring places but again for business is that really important now that's the question now when a major part of the um, expenditure in these uh, luxury hotels or luxury places that you go to comes from these business travelers and they are the ones who are cutting down the budget how much of it is going to be affected now uh, even if you see a trend uh, now that even though international travel was very restricted uh, in the past two years domestic travel boomed people were exploring their own countries and specifically in uh, regions such as the asia pacific it grew phenomenally like there was no comparison it almost grew by 50% if you look at the world uh, tourism organization of the united nations they've given us those stats and we can't ignore those stats because that has happened even uh, for us uh, living in uh, australia and sydney we saw like the government was funding money like they fed the money into the economy for us to move and travel within the economy and to circulate that money right so these things will keep on happening now the thing is that we need to figure out which one would you prefer more is it the domestic travel or the international travel again yeah so that's what i'm talking about that at some point of time you will have to open up the borders and as you know that uh, united states countries like united states uk most of the south asian countries have been quite open in doing that um, though i feel that the south asian countries still lack some sort of strategy at the top level because we see the restrictions are open nobody is following anything uh, in spite of very low vaccination rates coming out from america and uk i can still feel that they have got some sort of strategy backing their decisions when they say that by november 2021 we will be opening back the borders again for the international travelers once they are vaccinated so only those international travelers travelers who are vaccinated who have got those double jabs into their arms can travel to the countries but again if even if they have got some symptoms uh those flights are able to record their contact numbers and email ids i think yesterday only i was discussing with joshua related to contact tracing and how these contact tracers have played a major role in um you know acting as a very important frontline workers in addition to the doctors and nurses you know whenever we talk about frontline workers in health we mean we mean to say that the doctors and the nurses who are wearing those uh clothes inside the icu uh obviously you know that is the toughest job but these contact tracers finding the links of transmission of virus between one person to another person it's so hard you know and once it crosses beyond your control it's almost difficult to track definitely so if you uh, look at it that way that um, contract tracing does play a major uh, role but the problem is that to what extent can you trace now every day we see that these many cases are coming not all of them it cannot be traced right it can only be traced when the numbers are countable yeah. now for delta variant you wouldn't even know for uh, a week or so you might not even display those symptoms and yet you could be a carrier right what about those 
and the problem is that for every person who's willing to follow the rules and regulations there are five others who don't want to it doesn't matter where you are whether you're in a developed country or underdeveloped country or a developing country and we have seen that from our own eyes there have been rallies where people are talking about their uh, rights being taken by uh, imposing a mandatory vaccination right but if they're going out in the rallies they are also taking in the way the rights of the people who want to take the vaccination and live a free life right because the more people are there on the street the lesser the chances for the borders to open it's as simple as that but again it is my opinion because this is always going to be a controversial topic when we talk about uh, freedom to take that vaccination or not well on one side if you are uh, willing to take that vaccination uh, you're okay but the, if you're rallying out and saying that okay i do not want to take that vaccination i'm bringing 100 others with me saying that okay i'm not going to take this vaccination now you're taking away the freedom from others so we cannot really comment as to whether it is all right or is it not but again um, that will also affect the travel industry to a huge extent yep and i think that's also uh, affected the confidence that investors have in the travel industry you know in the month of uh, february and march when the investors who are keeping a track on the different stocks they were thinking that maybe this is the time when we can start investing because the consumer confidence is increasing the vaccinations are now clearer to the countries they are getting more affordable more accessible and there seems to be a clear plan in the coming months so the consumer confidence will increase but unfortunately they did not evaluate the future variants coming such as the delta variant and the other variants which have now made the, them which have now made them think that unless and until most of the countries are not vaccinated to at least 60 70% it's very hard for them to think of you know beyond uh, or of you know investing in those companies because it's so important for them to invest in the right stocks as they are spending a lot of money in a particular company no absolutely like even um, when you look at these uh, investors making those trades and uh, choosing the right stock like you said that uh, it is very important uncertainty has become very unpredictable <laughs> right like there were mechanisms in place based on historical data where you could uh, use that to um, predict okay these are certain trends that would follow right and based on those trends at times we used to make those investments now a sudden disruption of data has happened with the variants and even bigger companies are finding it difficult to understand how can these disruptions we again be analyzed and see where to make those investments and what changes they need to make either in the supply chain or whatever it is that can help them in the future if something like this happens again and it is difficult to do that like you said it is not a cake walk when okay you go there you analyze the data based on certain things now the basis of analyzing the data has completely changed altogether Absolutely. and this uh, also uh, uh, remind me that when we talk about these data analytics and businesses in the travel and tourism industry as well most of the ones that have been heavily affected are the small and medium sized industries right or small businesses that have been probably let's say um, for example a coffee shop or a cafe right there or even a small restaurant which is there or a home delivery 
all of these home kitchens these are the ones that have been majorly affected by those so yeah. and you can't even imagine how much of a revenue loss that might pile up to in the long run yep and we already have those stats i think you also shared those stats but for people who might be joining us a bit later on um if you look at the numbers you know the key statistics show us that the consumers in this year from january to august how much they have been spending in domestic flights now if you look at the example of united states just one country they have been spending 38 billion dollars from january to august 2021 which is a 30% fall from 2019 which is the pre covid 19 period and i think similarly if you research on other countries as well it might vary uh, slightly but it will remain more or less the same barring few of the countries like australia new zealand and singapore where it might show a bigger dip more than 30% because of the fact that australia has not even opened the borders since march last year um and i think i was just coming to this point of australia new zealand and you know countries like this which have been more conservative in opening up their borders because in the near future it's very important for these economies like australia new zealand singapore they depend highly on the tourism sector the hospitality sector the international education sector and once you open those borders it's going to boom back again and that's what most of the industries might be waiting for again uh, when we talk about um, education um, tourism and travel now these are all related somewhere to the travel and tourism industry as well right and given that australia hasn't really opened borders for the past two years a major chunk of the student population that was coming to australia are now diverted to canada and uk states and that has majorly happened now those people are not going to leave their um, studies and come back to australia flying they'll have to find different ways now and that did create a lot of the tourism um, they added value a lot of value to the tourism sector as well and these things are somewhat irreplaceable but again like i said um it is one thing to predict it and it is another to uh, make sure that those uh, uncertainty uncertainties are also taken into account which is very very difficult and definitely this discussion cannot uh, be fully completed without talking about this new terminology called vaccine passport we all know about the vaccine passports and how these are now becoming a new trending uh, names in the travel and tourism industry we know about a couple of countries who have started doing that and uh, what they are doing is probably having that qr code or some sort of proof in your passport which suggests that you have been vaccinated so you can travel around the world um, but the bigger question has also been as to whether these uh, new tricks or techniques used by countries are meeting the standards set by who to make sure that actually they are the tourists who are traveling are on the same level in terms of the vaccination they have had um so i think vaccine passports is going to be an interesting phenomena in the coming one year if we have to travel between countries isn't it shubham definitely without a doubt i mean um it's already in place like you said so there's no looking back you have to follow it if you want to travel you have to abide by those rules 
so there's no two minds about it that they will they they are no more a thing about the future or the past it's like it is the thing of today yep absolutely and because you know that's what we have been sharing in the last couple of minutes that uh, otherwise it's very difficult for the countries to open up the borders and it's going to be a mix of initiatives the people need to get vaccinated as soon as possible um the countries need to be making sure that the vaccines are affordable in all the countries and the who and organizations like these might have to come together to make sure that there is an affordable and accessible uh, way of providing vaccines to different countries around the world um uh, not going into any kind of vaccine politics or uh, protecting your vaccine nationalism into it uh and that is going to be very important in the coming few days uh because otherwise you know it will be very hard for the travel industry to make a strong comeback without a doubt sorab uh shubham without a doubt sorab definitely uh, the thing is that um, if you look at all the reasons behind um, why the tra- travel and tourism industry has taken such a big hit is that one major factor that played a role was that there was a lack of coordinated responses among countries right now when that happens you cannot blame any country for taking different different steps there should have been one there, there is united nations when where the companies uh, where the countries could meet and select a common pathway as well which they could have used for this well sitting at this level this is what we can say right but uh, it's geopolitics and again uh, something or the other will happen that does not allow them to sit together and take a common approach towards vaccinations or building towards a travel and tourism industry and that's majorly affected this industry yep absolutely and i think it's going to be very interesting to see how this industry unfolds in the coming few weeks and the coming few months um we also hope that once the travel sector opens up we can travel to uh, our country you know uh both of us are here as an international student in australia so i would love to travel back to india um you know i've been watching um some dreams to go back to my country for a couple of months now so and i think similarly more more, more people might be thinking of traveling to europe to canada um and obviously some people might have some family plans to travel with their families those i'm sure they are excited for 2022 and hoping to make sure that there is no new variant coming after this as transmissible as the delta variant and we can start traveling to uh, and getting back to the life before covid because that's a question everybody is asking when can we get back to the same kind of life before covid obviously i think that 100% normalcy might take some time but at least some sort of normalcy should come in the coming days <laughs> well it's a hard thing to say i think um we will already adjusted to some kind of new normal right and uh, that is here to stay i believe it would be difficult for to think that like it would be um absurd to think that uh, we are going to go back to everything how it was before so many things have changed the norms have changed in our daily lives but all we can say is that hope is a beautiful thing absolutely and with this positivity we would like to end this daily devos podcast and hope uh, for the international tourism sector to open up international travel sector to open up and uh, best wishes to all the investors who are taking the risk to invest in this sector 
I think that still it's a good time to invest because the travel sector is quite down at the moment. But uh, we'll have to carefully predict that data and make sure that is this the dip we are looking for? Are there any further dips coming forward? So be very careful while analyzing your data, looking at all kinds of trends, just a key tip for all those investors. I'm not an investor, but looking at those key trends, that's what it suggests that you have to look at these unpredictable situations and not come to any conclusion because we are living in a very unpredictable world in, in 2021 and 2022 and ahead. So hoping to see you Shubham again in one of our daily dose and we might discuss about different industries in the coming weeks such as you know the manufacturing industry, the airlines industry and digging it a bit deeper to provide more insights for the audience. Absolutely, sir. Always a pleasure, like I said. Thank you so much.